Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Has Lisa sorted the mic? Yeah. Ah, oh, we're rocking, we're cooking. Rocking and rolling and whatnot. Oh, that's nice. Sorry. We snorted that. <coughs> Lovely. Hello and welcome to Shit, I Married a Twin. We are the podcast that chats all things families. I'm married to one twin, best friends with another. I'm Luke Kempner and I'm joined by my wife... Alana McFarlane Kempner. And my sister-in-law... Lisa Bardell. Lisa Bardell. Lisa, how are you doing? Have you had a stressful morning? Um, I just, because I like to get up usually at 6am and I've got three Ooh. hours before the world yeah. wakes up... And like I do all my emails, I get everything sorted before anyone bothers me. But because yeah, I haven't been sleeping, yeah. I've basically been falling asleep till like eight a.m., which for everyone else is like normal. But for me, is just. No. But I feel so disorientated when I get up. Groggy, um, you're groggy for groggy. Groggy, because you wake up to like your phone is like loads of people have messaged you. And Oof. but I was I was basically working at three a.m. I opened my laptop. I had insomnia. I made the mistake oh of opening God. my laptop. No, 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 no. Yeah, and then I woke up at four. Because Pongo, well, Ari cried, then Pongo woke up. So then I saw her work messages and I had to reply. So I've been up. Oh to my God. Well, on the sleep thing as well, because like, I'm up in Edinburgh at the moment, which means Alana's solo parenting, which means. Oh, we that didn't I know. Sh- you know. We hadn't which, heard. <laughs> which means that I should be able to be having a lie in every single day. I am still waking up at 20 past five every single day. And it's so annoying. I'm losing all these opportunities. Mm. But it is um, counting towards my positive poly, which we'll get to later. Little teaser. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that is infuriating. Um, I'm, I, I've got a very Edinburgh story that I've told you guys, guys already. We've only heard it over WhatsApp, which I think is an entirely different... Luke's also starting a new WhatsApp medium whereby he videos us in little small circular videos. Oh, it's good, isn't it? That? What is that, um, by the way? Instead is- of either texting or <laughs> evidence of video. You get a little video, yeah, it's so for WhatsApp VIPs, yeah, I, like I don't, I don't think you've got access to it. Um, <laughs> no, genuinely, like, what is it? Like, what makes it different from an actual video because it's in a circle? Uh, yeah, it's what's that? What's you that? Just VIP? It, it's like an instant video that like you hold. No, down. it's still like sort of, um, sort of celebrities. They send a special code, and then you can do it. <laughs> he's lying. <laughs> uh, I got that, Lisa. Thanks. It's like <laughs> me, a... he's lying. <laughs> no, he's, he's making that up. He's making that up, Alana. That was a joke. Um, it's, uh, it, I suppose, it's like a Snapchat, isn't it? But for like old people, us. <laughs> um, so, yes, this was a very Edinburgh thing. So my mum is up at the moment. And uh, so we, my sister took us out for lunch, which was very nice. And then we sort of sat in this restaurant. And Bobby Davro comes in, right? <laughs> and goes... Have to remind... Okay, let's carry on the story. And then well, no, yeah, 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 yeah. What were you going to say? Like, what was Bobby Davro famous so for? So he was... He's he a big brother. Of... 
He did do Big Brother. Oh, I'd forgotten. He, he told us about that. Um, but I'd... Uh, yeah, so basically, he's a bit before our time, but in the sort of 80s, very early 90s, he was sort of like Mr. Saturday Night. You know, like he had like mm. his own show. All it, like, and he did lots of impression shows as well. One called Copycats with like Les Dennis, and like he was like took over from Mike Yarwood, who was like the big impressionist pre sort of like John Coleshaw and Alistair McGowan. Like, so he he's he was like he still is, but you know he was a massive massive deal. Anyway, comes in to the restaurant, and he goes, uh, he just comes straight over. and He goes, "You're Luke Kempner, aren't you?" And I was like, "Yeah." Wow. And uh, and he goes, he goes, "Yeah, I know what about you. I'm a big fan." I was like, oh, great, thank, thanks so much. He's like, I'm Bobby Davro. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, lovely, it's my mum and my sister. And he's like, all right. Uh, I would love to have seen Anna Kepner's face in this moment. Yeah, and then he goes, can I join you? So he just sits down with us, and uh, I give him some halloumi, because I'd eaten <laughs> Did it all. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I that part of WhatsApp. Yeah, he had a couple of, very nice, actually, a couple of lumps of halloumi. He was very like, you sure? And I was like, yeah. Wait, and, did um, he not order his own stuff? He just no, he just sits down with plate. us. <laughs> He did. He did pick up the plate. <laughs> what restaurant were you in? In the uh, underbelly abattoir, which really is for celebrities. So Saturday Night TV has dried up so much that he has to scavenge off other comedians. Oh, please. no. Please. No. No, but in all seriousness, he was really, really lovely. And, like, he talked, you know, he's sort of telling us all about it. He was giving me loads of advice, like loads of, like, sort of, you know, those phrases, like, you know, this too shall pass and don't get down by these, and look after your family. And da, da, da. He's got three daughters. Um, he was telling me, he was quoting some impressions at me. My mum said to him, he went, you you did a private do 15 years ago for my friend Abby. And then he goes, oh, I, I, uh, and my mum said, I don't suppose you'll remember it. And he goes, oh, no, I don't remember it. And then, and then he goes, were you there? And my mum went, no. <laughs> and, uh, but anyway, it was, it was bizarre. Very Edinburgh. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the most Edinburgh thing to have Edinburgh. Really. I know. But like, um, also very nice. Um, and yeah, I just thought it'd be someone to tell everyone. So my, my anyway, my mum's now married to Bobby Davro. Um, but that's um, <laughs> Bobby Davro's now your dad. Bobby Davro, um, yeah, he's my new stepdad. Because we had another. We worked out. Luke and I worked out that we would have met at oh, Jim yeah. Bowen's birthday party <laughs> ten years Edinburgh. ago. No, no, must no, fifteen, 15 years, ago. years ago. Fifteen years ago. We were both at that party. That's bizarre. Um, and yeah, I was having a drink with Neil Hamilton. Kept asking me for pints yeah. of beer. Yeah, um, who's Neil Hamilton? Do you remember Neil and and Christine Hamilton? He was a Tory MP, was he not? Yeah, they, they were both Tory MPs, and then they had their own show, and they're quite sort of sexy. I think they do. I don't. I think they're quite sexual. Um, <laughs> I think they're quite sexual. I think they're quite sexual. Very unsuitable. And they sort of they in they they had their own show, which was like on the couch with the Hamiltons Hamilton. or something like that. Yeah. And then like yeah, but Jim Bowen had it. He was doing Bullseye. Um, yeah. Like that, and um, I was in a musical called Departure Lounge, and we sort of went on their show as guests. And then we went to Jim Birthday's 80th birthday randomly. Yeah, he invited yeah. us. Was he was like, "You should, you should come, well. come, come to me birthday. Come to me birthday. It's my 80th birthday. Come to me birthday." Right? And we went to his birthday, and you were there. But I don't remember this, and you don't remember me. But we were both there. So basically, Lisa met Luke before I did. Yeah. In theory, you planted the seed, and then I thought, oh. The one that looks the same, but with a more suited personality. Lisa wouldn't have fancied you, that's why. She didn't yeah. All over the backdrop of Jim Bowen's 80th birthday. Jim Bowen's 80th birthday. I mean, these are all very How Edinburgh is Edinburgh? Stories. What's yeah. the vibe? It is really 
really good, right? It's it's so different this year. It's so weird answering the question like that as well because usually like Edinburgh's like, oh god, you know, ticket sales. Well, it's back to its best. It's back to its best. There's thirty percent less comedians this year as well, um, and thirty percent more audience than there were last year. So ticket sales are banging. I've sold out every show. Um, sold out again tonight. Uh, it's amazing. Been getting stand innovations. Everything I've worked towards uh, for this show coming here is coming to fruition, and I'm absolutely delighted. Well, if you're uh, and I'm feeling delighted, well. Um, no, I know, Alana, we will talk about you. Don't worry. I know it's very bad because you're at home and, and that's not as fun. Um, no, well, but no, it's good. It's good though because it's worth it. It's been great, and I'm living with your mum up here, and we're getting on like a house on fire. We're like Aww. a sort of weird, like little. Um, sort of flatmate couple, like, oh, Maybe like even it's though, Alana that's the problem. That's weird. It's both of you that are the problem. Um, but we, even though last night, like I came home, we uh, we we had a little chat. We didn't have a telly on for a bit. Um, your mum persuaded me to not spend thirty five pounds on a Wagamama's delivery and just cook the food that I'd already made. Yeah, not in Edinburgh as well. Like that's cold by the time it's getting up. <laughs> I know it's like four miles away, but I thought the cat's the curry. Um, but I uh, and then we sat and had a little chat, a little catch up. Your mum's telling me about her Australian trip and how she's got how to sort documentation. All sorts of stuff you got to sort out for a big trip like that. Um, and then we decided to watch a documentary together. We watched a documentary the other day. We watched Ronnie O'Sullivan hustling in America, which was actually a bit boring. Oh. And then last night we watched um, that thing called Deepest Dive on Netflix. Oh, my God. I saw that, but only on Gogglebox. Yeah, and- your mum had seen it on Gogglebox as well. I don't know the ending, so please don't tell me. No, I've not. So, I, there's no way I'm watching that. I don't watch anything sad or scary. And then someone in, is- in the Gogglebox, I was like, no way. So anyone who's listening who hasn't hasn't seen it, it's like the most talked about documentary of the, of the of the moment, and it's about these people who dive down. I don't know what you guys think about this. What they do, right? It's free diving. I'd never even heard of this. It's free diving. So you dive down into the sea, and you have no oxygen. So you dive down. The idea is to dive down as far as you can, and all, all the way back, right? So then, like you know, so the world record or the bit I am at to in the documentary is like 104 meters. So the people dive down. 104 meters so that's the world record and then but they've also got to come back up and they come no. back right and they swim all the way back up and um and it's like two statue of liberties all the way down there more than two statue of liberties all the way down there and then all the way back so it's like an adrenaline junkie type thing yeah yeah totally that totally so not that. like an iron man or like obviously you've got trained for it but it's it's more because it's more dangerous yeah, there's than da- i mean there's there, people die all the time doing it Right, and then but it's like what the fuck is wrong? With I know. That? I was saying this to your mum. I was like, why? I, I saw in one of the clips in a goggle box. It was like this one bay where like 150 people had died or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's in uh, t- um, in Egypt, and they go through this tunnel, and it's really once you're in the tunnel, it's like pitch black, and if you haven't got your, you know, you're just underneath a sort of, um, it's like a sort of fallen down cave. Oh, but I don't understand, like, if you're going to do it, if you want to go down, I get scuba diving, go down and see the crabs, you know, say hello to the squids, fine. <laughs> but, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's the yeah, point? What are you doing? I don't, and yeah. people die all the time doing it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't like it. Um, but we were laughing at the idea of your mum going down to your, um, Fiona McFarlane, now going for the two-metre world record. <laughs> <laughs> the length of herself. <laughs> couple of other things I've been doing for your mum. I've been mending stuff. There was a little hook on the back of the bathroom door. I've been getting that sorted. Um, and uh, what Who else are you? Your mum runs, runs me a bath. 
God. Have a nice. Okay. Oh, smells a bit bath, you know, just make sure it's the right temperature for the prince. Um, really are properly have living the bloody life oh, up there. Oh, I'm living the life of Riley. Mum would never run a bath for us. Runs a bath Never. Not even asking it. It's lovely. Um, also, your mum doesn't eat red wine gum, so I get all the red wine gums as well. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> great. And, I, and you know what? Red ones are my favourite. You're eating healthy and meal prepping and then you're eating a bag of sweets. Well, I'm just having the red ones. They're good for you. Polyphenols. Um, <laughs> so, I'm loving I'm hanging out with your uncle next week. Mm-hmm. Um, uncle Brian. We're going bowling. So I go out with him and his mate. We go out to the bowling club. We go bowling together. Like, as in, um, you know, lawn bowling. Carpet I do bowls. it every time I do Edinburgh. Carpet bowls. Carpet bowls. Um, so, I mean, it is, I'm having a full family time up here. And, You're not going to come really back. Nice. I know. Uh, it's really nice, actually, though, because I do, I really, really do get on with your mum and I really get on with your uncle as well. And it's really, I just love that as well. Because uh, I don't have sort of many male uh, role mod- models, what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, role models in my life, sort of older male role models. So it's really nice. And like me and your uncle, we get to hang out. I actually asked your uncle, um, because your dad had sadly passed away, I asked your uncle for your hand in marriage, Alana. You did? I did. Uh, and he still talks about this? it to this day. Oh, it's very, very privileged. Said, very privileged that you asked me to look, actually. Very, very privileged. I'd um, like to know the percentage of like people that get on with their in-laws as well as you do. And it's getting on with like, sort of other family members as well. It's like, mm. I, I consider Brian a mate. That's lovely. Yeah. Like we text yeah. about the cricket. Yeah. Um, Alana, how is it solo parenting at home without me? Well, I've, had, I've got a new husband and <laughs> uh, my I friend know. Michelle. She stayed all oh, weekend. Yes. She is literally the best husband ever. She cooks, she cleans, she looks after Ari. Like, uh, Sunday night we were like, shall we get a tiramisu and watch the Beanie Baby film? Yeah. And Saturday we binge watch Hijack. Oh, yes. um, And had some little snacks. A bottle of red. Honestly, she is an amazing husband. Guys, I'm sorry to say it, but it sounds like you're having a better time without each other. I know. (laughs) Don't want to point out the obvious here. Shelley was like... (laughs) On Saturday, she was like, should we do some fake tan and then do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Friends oh, are great I to would live do with. I would do fake tan with you if you wanted. You just have to ask me. It sounds like we have both found our pink. It's <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Bright and sparkly at that. One thing I would like you to stop doing, Alana, is um, oh. stop sending me instagram posts about million pound houses that we can't afford oh all right that's no that, i thought it was my august present no a new house oh that well, southfield one was that was that uh it's 1.2 million pounds yeah i can't afford that ask believe receive yeah. did or we not just do that like, with this be house, realistic Luke? we did this with this house we did an ask believe receive i had a vision board and we got it we did yeah, well, that was a fair point. yeah, no, I, I, and I do have a f- tendency to live in cuckoo land when it yeah. comes to yeah. um, life. Famously, <laughs> when I was at a party and two people came up to me and said, um, "When are you moving to New-, New York, mate?" And I went, "What?" I mean, Lisa and Lana said they're moving to New York. I was like, I, forgot, I had no idea about that. <laughs> um, well, we like to sort of like. The thing is, though, a, a lot of the time, the stuff that we dream up in our heads has come into fruition. So it point. does sort of. You know, negate yourself. I mean, Peter and I had a argument on Saturday because he says that, which is similar to Alana, that I always pick the most expensive thing on the menu or the most expensive thing mm. in the shop, right? 
you guys are little princesses. I you? actually don't think I am like that, to be no, fair. I'm don't tar me well. with oh, oh, sorry. I've been painted as such. Sorry, Alana. And Most weeks you're asking me to buy you a bread maker, an ice machine, and now a million pound house. So I think you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Carry on, Lisa. <laughs> check yourself before you wreck yourself. Well, Peter and I, so we were in the floor shop, and <laughs> I was like... It's the floor shop. The floor shop. And I've I was like, this is shop. my favourite one. Right, it was the most expensive floor, but it was the most expensive one because it looked the best. So this is the thing. And then Peter said, oh, Lisa, blah, blah, blah. We totted it up and I was like, oh my God, this is insane. This right, amount of money for this floor because it was unfinished as well because I was like, well, I like that look of it. It's unfinished. So you have to basically get someone to come in and sand it, treat it. But the other one looked a bit plasticky, like the pre-finished one. I was like, mm, I don't really like that one. And he was like, could you not just lie and say you like the cheaper one? And I'm like, <laughs> No, no. Why I, get the floor that you want. Yeah, why would I do that? And he was like, just for once, just lie and say you want the cheap one. So I wrote out a wee list of pros and cons and then was like, oh, actually, like maybe the cheaper one is better because you can actually like change that one a couple of times and it's, you don't have to pay for someone else to fit it. And blah, blah. I was like, you're just saying that now. So I was like, oh, oh you can't win. So what, what, you, what, what floor are you going with? Yeah, uh, we're going with the, pre-fi- the pre-finished one. I mean, it's still like a gorgeous hardwood f- oak floor. Okay. But, um, yeah, but it's the same as what he, your point about Alana is that he's just like, you just got delusions of grandeur. Like, you pick, you, you swan into the shop and just think, we'll have the most expensive. But then maybe, maybe I'm being harsh. Maybe it is that sort of thing. You put it out into the universe. Maybe it'll happen. And Alana's right. We put this house into the universe. Well, the house that Alana's living in. I mean, I don't live there anymore. I've moved in with your mum, but. <laughs> you get your bathroom um, for you now. I do. I do. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Lisa, Alana, um, Strictly. The announcements are coming out for Strictly. Scanners. 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 Angela Scan, and we love Angela Scan. She's a great pal. She's really amazing presenter. She's, her accent's moving around all to the British oh, Isles Maryland. right now. Um, <laughs> how excited are you? We've always had, we've had a friend on Strictly for quite a while now. Yeah, it's just good to have someone to get behind. Good it? someone to vote. Someone to vote yeah. for. Oh, I love Strictly. I'm, I'm actually going. I'm going into a job that we still can't announce, but might be able to next Is week. It's today. Actually. You're today. You're. I like suppose. To I think it's going to be announced today, but we don't know yet. Um, but I, I, I'm not going into Strictly. But I, I'm not going to be in. Any of the nights to watch Strictly, which I'm really, really good oh, about. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to watch it on my own. I, I don't really oh, watch it. catch up it. in the morning. What? You don't watch oh, Strictly? Oh, we love like it. Mum's down or whatever. I love Strictly. I, I love... will watch it because Scanners is in it. Angela is going to be good on it, I think. Because she's, yeah. she's going to be Can really... Can she dance? Yeah, I think so. 
I don't know, but she, I don't know if she can. But she's she, Irish. They can look, all dance. She'll look amazing, and she'll yeah. really. She's so determined, and yeah. she's funny she, personality, yeah, she's funny. which is, goes a long way. Everyone yeah. will let, doesn't fall in like, love with her. Yeah, everyone doesn't know her's going to completely fall in love with her. Um, oh, she's the best. Strictly, is the best reality show to do. One hundred percent. Well, I, what I love about it is because I feel like we have lost so many of those TV shows that we used to watch together. Like even like when we all first met, you know, we'd have X Factor parties. You know, and then watch Downton afterwards. Yeah. Like it was oh, like we Saturday and Sunday nights was about live telly that you all sat and watched together. And it feels like sport is one of the ones that is only sort of like surviving. But shows like Strictly are the ones you want to watch live. Um, so I'm I'm very although I'm not going to be able to this time. So it means we'll have to sort of. It watch does it always amaze me with Strictly as well, like how it's essentially the same every year. Let's be honest. No, um, the rumba's different. Um, <laughs> But it does still feel like a new show and everyone gets so invested in it. And like, would you do it if you were asked, Luke? Yeah, 100%. And, and annoyingly, like, because I've done It Takes Two like three times, which is like the sister show with Ryland. Ryland Clark, oh my God, drop me out. Um, but they, every time I'm there, they go, would you ever do it? Like producers and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. And they go, pick me, oh. pick me. And they go, okay, good to know. I'm like, well, it's good to know. It'd be even better if you booked me. <laughs> um, so I would love to do it, mainly because as well, like, well, I, I I can't really dance. Um, I but I went to you know like I have trained a bit in dancing because I went to drama school. But the trouble is, yes, I went to drama school. But the Guildford School of Acting is kind of the shittest one for dance. And I used to be in bottom set tap class, and we all called it crap tap. Um, oh, and also, funny. I have a slight issue that every time I tap dance, right, my hand goes like this. Like, you oh, can't God. see this, listener. But my thumb and goes, like, sort of flicks outwards. So, which is a, a, a slight worry that if I you was on Strictly... You know that one of my ex-boyfriends, not to be named, used to do that when he was going for a high note? Did he? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one of your ex-boyfriends is, is playing the Richard Gere and Pretty Women thing on the West End. I know it's oh, he is. Is he? Yeah. Mm. On your cell, pal. Um, but this is quite a nice segue, I feel, into um, the pointless, you know, school things. Spo pointless school subjects or... Because I think a lot of people would say that a, a degree in drama or dance is pointless. What? Okay? Who, who are these people? I think people, people would say that. <laughs> um, and whilst I can see where they're coming from, genuinely, speaking on behalf of the three of us, um, a degree in uh, in musical theatre or drama or whatever um, is so disciplined. Like a lot of our friends that were at uni would stroll in, hung over a couple of days a week and do a bit of a, a seminar and then stroll back out again. We were in eight till seven every yeah. day doing it, mm. discipline. Um, and actually, I think that is a better uh, skill to learn in later work in life. I mean, we were, we were just pretending to learn a textbook for the, for, for the well. morning, but <laughs> we were there. We were present. Yeah. I'm pretending sure to be central. a tree. I can't remember if this happened, if, if we've all made it up since, but I think we got breathalyzer tests. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you? <laughs> no, you didn't. They can't. It must be illegal. They wouldn't breathalyze you when you walked into school. What are you talking about? <laughs> Have I made that up? Yes. I, I'm going to have to. There is no way they breathalyzed you when you were <laughs> in the morning. Are you all right? 
Maybe you did like an act out. Maybe you did an interpretive yeah. dance about being breathalyzed <laughs> and that's what stayed in your mind. Um, I actually think you do make a good point there, Alana, because I, I used to think that I had all my mates at uni because, you know, I went from school and, and A-levels and then went to drama school and all my other mates were obviously at uni and stuff or not, or not at all going to apprenticeships and stuff. And I used to be like, oh, yeah, so like, what? And they were like, oh, yeah, I've got a day off today. I've got a, a, a seminar at three in the afternoon. And I'm like... Like you say, I was in at eight every day. Yeah. And actually, it's very, very hard learning the moves to West Side Story. So, actually, <laughs> you're right. Especially when you've got a I'd thumbs up struggled. tick that happens as soon as you move. Although, tap is probably the useless class out of all those degrees. Crap tap. Well, There's only a very small amount of shows that include tap. I used um, to just pretend I had shin splints so I didn't have to do it. And then I used to get to lie at the back with my legs in the air. Um, yeah, I mean, we sort of, well, interestingly, our producer Sarah said that she did medieval literature through movement, mm -hmm. um, which also does feel very pointless because we did medieval mm. dancing. It was called historical dance. One of my first ever impressions actually was of our historical dance teacher. Mm -hmm. And it was only because he used to like, because you know, like historical dance, like on Bridgerton and stuff, it's all just like taking two steps, doing a rise and then going Love down. Love a mandolin. Was it oh my God, I hated it. Do you know, I was so bad as well because you used to have to go away and learn it and then you get but tested. Look, that's basically week. Strictly. No, it isn't. Because Strictly is great. You're like doing the tango, you're doing the rumba, the foxtrot. Medieval dance is so boring. It's like... Walk, walk, rise and turn and walk. But he used to talk like this, he goes, so you do one step, two step, rise. And then I, he didn't <laughs> used to say this noise, but I used to do this in the impression it would make my mates laugh. It might make you laugh, I'm gonna do it for you now. It's one of the highest notes I can hit, right? He goes this. Oh so you'd walk one step, two step, rise, toe, heel. <laughs> is what he used to do. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I used to do and Alan and Jez my two best mates still think that's the funniest thing I do to this day <laughs> did you it's enjoy like it? a dog yeah, yeah I, 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 it's, it's a, it took me by surprise yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, sort of a bit nervous waiting for it actually mm. it's sort of I suppose that is my party he trick he sounds a bit really like Snape the boy hello yes yeah. he was he, did, he looked a bit like that he was very pale he looked like he could die at any moment he looked like he was from <laughs> a ghost from medieval times maybe he was Maybe he was. That's how he's so good at medieval dancing. He was there mm. at the time, honey. Yeah. Um, so those were one of the some of the pointless things. Now we asked you a couple of weeks ago now, but we didn't get time to in the last podcast about some of the brilliantly pointless things that you remember from school. Um, I've got these in front of me. Um, have you got them in front of you as well, guys? Hmm. Okay. Well, I'll read them out and then we can discuss them. The first one was putting a condom on a banana. Did you do that, Alana? Yeah, uh, yes, I think we did. Um, I would argue that has in fact been very useful. I was going to say. <laughs> yes. And it would have got me, you know, I wish it would have got me in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I actually think that's quite useful. Um, um, lots of maths. There's lots, <laughs> there's lots of maths. Yes. Trigonometry, long division, protractors. Do you remember them? Have you ever used a protractor in later life? Never used a protractor. No. I used it to get some um, crumbs out of uh, a table the other day, so that was quite useful. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, like useful. the slats, they're quite tight to go and use mm -hmm. a protractor. And I got in there, so that was good. Yeah. Compass. I've not used a compass since nope. then. No, um, I don't think I even used one at school. But my mate, when we were at school, right? You, just, you know, you get the compass, right? Yeah. He. Um, the girl. We're talking really... about the compass. That's the one where you put the pencil in, and not yeah, like and the, the and the 
and the like the sharp bit. North, south, east, west. Right. Oh, so on his leg, right. okay, yeah. on his leg, he like inscribed into his leg um, her name, Jaylin, <laughs> on his leg oh. to show how much he loved her. It's, that'll still be there. It probably is, actually. DIY um, tattoo. The other one that came up quite frequently was Bunsen burners. Mm. Bunsen? I Who would argue. Bunsen burners. A bun- Bunsen burner. Bunsen burner. We'd say Let's, Bunsen burner. Would you? Bunsen burner. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you say, Bunsen? Yeah, Bunsen. Because that's how it's. Bunsenburner. That's how you say it. Guys, guys. I think that I, 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 I think they should have breathalyzed you when you're saying stuff like guys, for who got A's for physics and chemistry? I feel like we should go with my saying. Did you get A's just, or did you get A's? <laughs> I've just read the whole of lessons in chemistry saying Bunsen in my head. To every, and, they, and they use Bunsen burner. She used Bunsen, Bunsen burner. <laughs> Why did she keep saying it like yeah, that? Yeah, it's because it's like Bunt. It's like Bunt. Bunt. It's not spelled B U N, bun. No, it's not B O O N. Is it German? Maybe if it's German, then we'll have our answer. Is Bunsenburner German? Danish. Yes, named after Robert Bunsen, the German chemist who introduced it. So in German, you say Bund. No, you don't. Bunsen. How's your German? Bunsenburner. Do you know what? We did German at school. Yeah, I do. I'm oh, half someone Austrian. Did, someone does say German as their answer. Okay, Bunsen burner pronunciation. We're going to get this Bunsen. once and for all. I'm going to be so gutted if I'm wrong here. Right, you ready? I think you are wrong. I think I'm did wrong I? now, looking even at the phonetic. Here it comes. Let me turn it up. Here it comes. Bunsen burner. Ha <laughs> ha. Bunsen burner. Oh, she's an English. She's English. Bunsen burner. No, she's a Scottish is person to say it. Pr- the, the British pronunciation. Shall I do it slow for you, just so you can really know that I'm right? Bunsen burner. <laughs> Hang on, I've got she one here. She sounds like a smug. Oh, no, there's another cow. one here which is a Scottish pronunciation. I'm just going to play that one. Bunsen burner. <laughs> <laughs> you morons. We need it's to add. Bunsen burner. If anyone else says Bunsen, please let us know. <laughs> Bunsen burner. <laughs> uh, that is brilliant. Um, so we had a lot of we had a lot of Pythagoras theorem. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would argue. It's useful to know. I always say this with this stuff, though, is that, like, yeah, of course I don't use Pythagoras theorem because I'm a comedian and you work in gut health. But I'm sure, like, scientists and, like, I don't know, architects need to know about Pythagoras theorem and it probably feeds into other skills that you know. So I don't think it's completely useless. Yeah, and actually fractions, a lot of people have said, but I would argue that you use fractions quite a lot. Like, you definitely, Oh, that, yeah, that door is, is three quarters of the way open. Could you not? How many times oh. have you said that? <laughs> Regularly, I think That's the angle going. of that door is quite obtuse. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I... It did take me back when I was um, basically I did my little interior design course for the house, and I had rulers that had different scales on them, and I had to sketch out on tracing paper and use my little scale ruler. Oh, on it. did you? Yeah, see? It took me back. So it's all become very yeah. useful. Yeah. Once someone sent in how to make scones. Um, although you probably call them scones. Um, but I I think how to make sco- I remember, right, so when I made, I was always like, I wanted to do something different. I, I Whenever I was at school, hence why I've ended up being a performer and write, uh, and write, you know, write my own stuff. Because I always wanted to do something different. And we were making bread in uh, home economics. But I didn't want to make normal bread. 
I can't believe I've only remembered this till now, especially. Yeah, I was gonna say we need to have a for catch up, by the way. Well this will feed into the for catch up in a beautiful segue. Beautiful baked segue. Um Mm. but I when I made bread, I made blue bread by putting blue food colouring in it. Because I was like, it's gonna be great. Make fresh bread, but make it blue. I'm gonna be honest, look, you sound like a twat. Yeah. (laughs) If you were in the class and was like, I'm gonna make blue bread. Why? Just do as you tell, I boy. Rem- I don't remember feeling like a twat at the time. <laughs> I remember feeling cool. Um, and my my mum's best mate, Rosemary, uh, God rest her soul, uh, thought it tasted amazing. But she just said, well, it just looks a bit mouldy. Because, <laughs> of course, it's just blue. Um, yes. So I made, so maybe, I bet you if I tell our daughter, Ari, that we should make some blue bread, she'll want us to put blue food colour in the bread maker. Probably, <gasps> but you're not, blue doing blue, you're not putting blue food colour in so the bread maker. You're no, watching. you're bloody not. Look over there. Boop, boop, boop. No, you're not. Um, well, this is something that Lisa and I very much disagree on, actually, because I did home economics at school, and Lisa didn't, um, speaking of, bre- of bacon. And Lisa always used to slag me for taking home economics at GCSE. Uh, and it is the most useful subject you can learn at school. Oh, Anna, you're the worst cook in the world. I was about to say, how many times do you cook for me a week? Zero. A well, I go uh, the, uh, about three days before I went to Edinburgh. You text me in the day going, um, "I was going to make my ve- veggie lasagna," which is incredible. And you're like, "I was going to make my veggie lasagna for us." And I was like, "Oh my god, amazing!" The whole damn thinking about it. I was working really hard. Whole damn thinking about it. Got back to me. Oh yeah, I didn't get a chance to go to the shops. <laughs> We didn't tease. get it. Lasagna teas. Um, yeah, Lisa. So that's interesting. So Alana took home economics and doesn't remember anything. Lisa didn't take it, and you're the best cook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is interesting and- that with the twin thing. Sorry, Lisa, just to jump in. But it is interesting, isn't it, that you're very, very different when it comes to sort of like Skills. cooking or you're both rubbish at cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. But you Fair. do. But Lisa, an amazing cook. Mm-hmm. Alana. It's not even you're not bad cook. You just can't be bothered, can you? I just don't have the patience, and I you think don't enjoy a lot it. of yeah, no, I, I don't, you don't enjoy, enjoy it. it. And a lot of cooking, actually, when you get into the sort of shenanigans that Lisa gets up to, it's quite creative. You know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. We pick of this, we pick of that. And <laughs> Very rustic. Tell, yeah, tell them about what your mum says about flavouring uh, here, flavouring there. Oh, I'll just add a little sage in there. I'll do that. Well, I just like to have a recipe and follow it. <laughs> or you have a recipe, shove it all in the bread maker, it gets done. Freestyling, not my thing. I just laughed again thinking about Boons and Burn. One of the main things I remember from science class is peristalsis. Do you know what peristalsis is? That's when the food moves through the gut. Oh, you fucking know this shit. Obviously, we're going to know that. <laughs> yeah, well, most, you know, most of our listeners are too busy playing with their Bunsen burners. Um, <laughs> I remember peristalsis because, um, yeah, so what it does is, it, like, as you eat food, it's a, uh, what would you call it? A mechanism. Clenches and opens, basically. No, but as in, like, the, I don't the know. Muscles, the muscles, muscles, like. No, but spasm? Spasm. No, it, it, it's a, a, a thing mechanism? that happens in your body. Um, I've not, I've not written any science books and, but it like, yeah, and it squeezes the food down into your gut, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, now I remember that, this. that is part of your gut. Your throat is part of your gut. So yeah, would, everything okay. from mouth to bum, honeys. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're talking out your bum at the moment. Anyway, right. <laughs> I remember it. It's good to educate. I remember it because the, the Mr. Bradshaw, the, uh, the science teacher made me eat an apple upside down. So I basically like, um, I did a handstand 
and like with my legs against the the back, a bit like when I was at tap class complaining about shin splints. Um, I did a, I did a handstand and then he fed me an apple what? in front of the class, and um, but the apple, even though I was upside down, still because of peristalsis went into my gut, and that's how I remember. So I feel like that's right, a brilliant well bit of teaching. That yeah, really that is really teaching. good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember when um, my science teacher bought. <clears throat> I think we were doing the heart. So did human biology, and he brought in these rats, and I was at the back <gasps> of the classroom, oh, no yes. escape. And my biggest fear is rats. I was like, how mm. the feck did I get out of this classroom without passing them? Honestly, mm. I was up to the nine. Yeah, hated it. Um, do you remember when we found you class? on the the banister in the hallway <laughs> because you were dreaming about rats, and we found you on the banister hanging over the banister in the hallway because you thought there was rats on the floor in your sleep. Mm-hmm. Oh my yep. god! Not for me. Yeah, yeah. No, that's why I, I know uh, Strictly is a better option than I must live. Yes, exactly. For sure. Now we should have a for catch up. Um, if you're new to the podcast, where you been? And he's week sixteen. Um, for catch up is because Lana eventually uh, coerced me into buying her a bread maker, and 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 the for catch up is does she keep making the bread? We all voted, <laughs> thinking it would only last four weeks. You've absolutely smashed that. Um, listen, it's all well and good you're making the same old bread every week, but are you venturing into a bit more adventurous? I keep asking you this, and it doesn't seem to be happening. No, I did two plain white loaves again <coughs> this week. Come on. Um, is it because you're scared to deviate because you love them so much? or No, it's just quite it a lot of effort, you know. It's just quite a lot of effort. I like, you know, if I get good at something, I get comfortable. I'm in my comfort zone. A focaccia or a brioche type vibe is going to take me out of my comfort zone again, which is fine. I'm going to try a focaccia. <gasps> a focaccia for the focaccia? Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Lisa, if you owned this bread maker, we would be having... No. Unbelievable right. no. breads. No. Where right. Lana is just boring. Bang out bread. <laughs> Basic bitch bread. Um, <laughs> I do miss it. Can you bring some up to Edinburgh? Um, okay. Well, what about a chill chat? Because you, do you still want the ice bath? Because I've been, I now, all I'm getting served on Instagram and TikTok is adverts for ice baths. And then the new one I'm seeing at the moment is going, um, if you take marijuana, it, stimulates your brain for 8%. If you take cocaine, it stimulates your brain for 15%. If you sit in a nice bath, it stimulates your brain for 80%. <laughs> um, also, well, I mean, I'm not advising to do the first two. But, the, like, <laughs> I don't understand that. I've never, you know... To do with I've, dopamine. I mean, it's the I'm only legal it. option there, so... Basically, no. a bad bunch. And it's free, apart from the first purchase. Um, <laughs> it's not free, because the ice bath was eight grand, the one you sent me. You could just put ice in the bath. Exactly. It does what it says on the tin. Why don't you do that? Why don't we just do yeah, why that? Why do you do that? Longer? Why don't you do that before next week? It's a lot of prep. It's a lot of ice. Are you going a bit off it now? Um, no, I'm not. I wouldn't say Have no we... to it. No, <laughs> it's not happening. So, producer... Uh, Daisy is having a well-earned break away on holiday. Um, so we don't have access to the emails. So I suspect there is a chance that we have got to email number 10. Now, if you're new 
to uh, the podcast, where you've been, honey's episode 16, uh, then um, you won't know this. But the 10th person to email us, shitamarriedatwin at gmail.com, is going to win a coffee table book about the Olsen twins that has been gathering dust on <laughs> our shelf. Um, it doesn't actually have any pictures of them in it. No pictures of them. Uh, some information about them. It's very boring and it's worth $35. Forty dollars, over $40. $40. And also that was from like 15 years ago, so it's probably worth $41 now. So um, if do email us, twin. email us some of the useless stuff you remember from school. Email us if you said Bunsen burner. Um, email us your positive polys. Those are my favourites. Send us a voice note. Natasha last week sent a voice note and genuinely one of the greatest moments of my life, listening to a voice note from someone who listens to this <laughs> yeah. podcast. So do send all of that along um, to shitimarriedatwin at gmail.com. Um, now, before... Before we get to our goodbyes, let's talk positive pollies. First one we had in was from producer Sarah. Uh, she has said she's going to spend a lot of hours on trains over the next month. Um, she's quite northern, producer Sarah, isn't it? Where, where are you from, Sarah? Just so I can give us a little bit of character. Hull. Hull. Oh, <laughs> Christ, I'm so sorry. Um, producer Sarah is going to spend a lot of hours on trains over the next month, giving up and down, going up and down to Edinburgh with work. Uh, Positive Polly says, I'll have time to read some books, which I I never normally have time for. That's nice. Yeah, that's, that's good, That's a says. very good one. Mm. Um, I've got one. Mine is, so I'm really missing Ari and Alana, but... Because I've been waking up really early here, as I was saying at the beginning, waking up 20 past five every morning, which is really annoying. But it means, because I've been missing Ari, it means when I go back and I have to do the early mornings again to catch up because I feel so bad, I'll be really enjoying them and go, well, appreciative because I've missed her for so long. So that's my positive. Here, here. Um, Lisa, have you got one? Yes. Well, I fell on Thursday. <gasps> um, she took a I fall. fell over and I sprained both my ankles. So... I am puffy and purple and waddling more than I was. Um, yeah, so I've just been able to start walking again, which is good. Um, but Polly said that it has been a good lesson in learning to slow down um, because there, a baby is coming shortly and I've just been living my life as normal and carrying microwaves and uh, going into the office mm -hmm. and just trying to do too Slow much whereas this down. has told me polly said this was your lesson to stop well i do mm. think positive polly is is a lot about lessons learned actually she's mm. been really good mm. for that because i i want to do a bit of a shout out to my friend um alan who um i have convinced to go traveling right alan um is uh, uh, a school teacher um so he's lots of holiday um, and he just sort of wasn't going to do anything his holiday. And I was just like, dude, just go away to like, you know, go and use the Eurostar. He lives really near. So he's gone to Belgium for two days. Now, you guys know, Alan, how mad is this out of his comfort zone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right? I love all his Instagram updates. Oh, yeah, he does one picture and then, and then 80 hashtags. Hashtag beer, hashtag drink, <laughs> hashtag food, holiday. hashtag Belgium, hashtag holiday, <laughs> hashtag solo trip. Um, anyway, he's having a great time. But he was a bit annoyed this morning because he had to go. He couldn't. He couldn't get the ticket that he needed to go and visit this thing called the Atomium, which is this amazing thing in Brussels. And uh, and he couldn't get the ticket. And he was like, well, you know, I mean, it's not me. It's not, it's not their fault. You know, I should have brushed up on my French before I got here. And I was like, well, kind of. But I was like, you know, I said, but I said, look, next time go to the ticket machine and press the English language and then you'll be able to read it on the ticket machine. He goes, oh, yeah, oh, yeah no, I didn't think of that. So that's a good positive poly. Yes, he had a bit of a nightmare with the machine, with the 
person because they didn't speak mm. English. But now he knows he can use the machine and that woman can lose her job. So that's a positive poly, <laughs> right? Um, what about you, Alana? Have you got a, a PP? Yeah, I had a few this week, actually. One, the, one of them that feeds into yours is obviously Addie's struggling to go to sleep. Mm. and waking up early um, and seemingly it's a two-year sleep regression there's always a bloody regression that's mm. what you'll find out yeah there's always kids. something there's always a regression the four month five months six months seven months eight months so you end up spending your life on google but i send luke all these articles about all the regressions and all that sort of nonsense um, and it says that they can get up through the night and actually polly said at least addy's not getting up through the night obviously oh we've got God. the bookends but she doesn't get up continuously Please, through the night so that no. is good and then in the evenings once Ari's gone down like we've had to put her to bed a bit earlier blah 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 so I've got a bit more of an evening and it means I can spend more time with the crazy old dog like have him up on the sofa with me because oh, that's nice. when Ari's there mm. he just snaps at her and they just try and play with each other and Ari wants to play and he doesn't but actually if it's just being Pongo he can come up on the sofa and we can have a cuddle Oh, that's very oh, nice. Oh, Mr. P. that was P. cute, the picture you sent yesterday. Well, there are our positive pollies. If you've got a positive poly, please, please, please send them in. We love hearing them and it's quite inspiring. Makes everyone feel good. Um, shit, I married a twin at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on our social media, which is uh, at Luke Kempner or at the Mac Twins. Um, we're on Instagram. Get on Instagram. Everyone's doing it. Um, or you can be on Twitter. Face. I'm still on Facebook, I think. Twitter's uh, called X now. Haven't posted on TikTok since January. Must catch up with that. Um, great. Thank you so much, guys. We'll be back next week for episode 17 of Shit I Married a Twin. I'm off to play with my Bunsenburner. 